Hi there and welcome to episode 131, probably, because the numbering system's out of whack, of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Brown, the man with a less successful scientific career than Dr. Nefario, according to Alex. And as usual, I'm joined by Dr. Alex Connor, who was actually the inspiration for Groove's head shape in Despicable Me, and Mrs. ADHD, who, and I'm not even joking, is pretty much Kevin the Minion. Thanks for this helps for reminding me about this. She does, she does walk around the house. She, yeah. She That's walks around the house do. doing that <laughs> all the time. Anyway, sensory Alex, issues, Sam. Sensory issues, yeah. no audience. Sorry. Alex, Alex, hi. Uh, BM hi to you, James. BM hi, everybody. BM oh. I know. So you've, even, you've, you've even bored Sam with that anyway. And annoyed. Uh, Mrs. ADHD, hi. Hiya. That just reminded me of something that I won't bring up now. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks for telling us, though. Um, how are you both, Mrs. ADHD? First, uh, I am okay. Thanks. Good. Just good. Short and sweet is what. My heart was meant. shaking all night, so I couldn't sleep, and it's still shaking a bit now. But I'm all so, right. So, um, this is for those of you that remember the alexithymia term. Sam's not very good at describing physical symptoms, so my heart was shaking. All night could be palpitations, could be anxiety. Well, no, it doesn't shake, does it, Sam? Um, But you might have palpitations. It might flutter. Flutters. People say flutters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Flutters. Welcome to welcome to cardiology with three unqualified cardiologists. (laughs) And uh, Alex, how are you? I'm excellent, thank you, James. Yeah, really good. Had a couple of weeks off. I'm getting quite a lot of texts from our metrics guy and. He started to use nonsense words. He's obviously made up, or they've obviously made up words that don't mean anything, like Patreon and Vimeo and subscriber and Alex. Please read this text. It's a contractual obligation. Things like that. It's genuinely baffling. It's like trying to read the the Jabberwocky, James. <laughs> Sam, I asked Sam. She said we just ignore them. Apparently the numbers are high, so that's fine. And one of those faceless numbers sent us a letter. Can I read it, please? Please nope. do. <laughs> That's right, James. It's for <laughs> it's from a Robert from Kidderminster Way. It says <laughs> it says I listened to your episode on the nine symptoms of hyperactivity, and then I got distracted while I was writing this letter and simply didn't carry on the sentence. Something, something, <laughs> Dracula. That is so Bobbert. It, it is. You exactly. would it? definitely it's... have got distracted. Yeah, Thanks would, for uh, that. So... So Thanks dad. for that, Robert. He is a Dracula, yes. Uh, we've had a real letter. Can I read it out? Please also do. No. I got distracted by my wife asking me to do admin when I had 12 minutes for I to run down and fix the Wi-Fi. And, <laughs> yeah, all confusing. The letter says, <laughs> I really laughed when I read this letter. Uh, <clears throat> James and Alex, you are still a pair of absolute bellends. It's been 100 yeah. episodes since my last letter. I had high hopes for this podcast. Every week you've let me down. I'll still give it another go, just in case. I thought you'd soon find your feet and the quality would go from strength to strength, maybe even enough to make Gabby Logan nervous. Instead, we get this every week. You should be ashamed. It's a real beats. Fucking hell. Oh, and Mrs. ADHD carries you too. Just think about that for a minute. That's from DJ Derek Bowie, Sessions or Pat. And I reckon James already makes Gabby Logan nervous. And you know, this worked out perfectly because Pat sent me this a while ago and I was like, I can't do it on the 130. He wanted it on the 131. Oh, God. But talk about a glimpse behind the curtain of of what is now a contrived (laughs) letter, Sam. I'm a very good driver. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I bet that pattern felt nice in your mouth, though, didn't it, Sam? <sighs> mm. What pattern? The pattern of getting the number right. Yes, because I said I can't. We can't read it out on this because it's only even numbers where we read out a letter. But then we fucked up the numbering system. It worked out. That's what I'd put down. You know, when people say ADHD is an advantage. It's that because like one in a thousand times our fucked upness happens to work Works out and we go, well, that makes it a superpower then. Well, anyway, moving job. on. Sorry. Well, internationally, James, that's a really good question. Yes. Thanks for asking. We are. It still works. Oh, uh, by one country, 168 countries. Have we done 167 three times? I'm sure we have. Probably. Certainly feels like it. This week's country is almost certainly not Singapore. <sighs> Singapore, where the script guy could have chosen English or Chinese or Malay. Singapore. So he's put down Tamil. So thanks, script guy. It's a hearty vanakam marum valkamne. To the listener in Singapore who lives in a small flat beneath two circus performers and uses our podcast to drown out the sound of them practicing their tumbling. I do not know what that has to do with Singapore, but I just read out the script. I liked it's, the rolling R's, though. Oh, did I? That's a Franconian thing. Yeah, I like thing. that. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. And Yeah. Anyway, as usual, this irritating murky and made from goat wool that slips off during a sexy dance performed before giving some of Mississippi bird bath. Yeah. Yes. You just you said that just as I said Mississippi bird bath. So you've just... What, is, what are all those things? I know what a murky You don't is. know what a murkin is? Well, I've no. got one. I know what a murkin is, but what? Why? Let him read it again and Why? let him finish and so then react. Just, to, just for, those, for those of you out there that probably get what this part of the podcast is, I use a description of something that is irritating or crap or rubbish. So imagine, Alex, just for a second, yeah. that you've got a very itchy merkin made from goat's wool that happens to slip off just before you're about to put your balls in someone's mouth. Is that what a Mississippi? Is that what a Mississippi bird bath is? Yes, it bird is. Bath. I read mud yes. bath. That's a different. Yes, thing. it is. That is a different thing. Anyway, it's similar but dirtier. Yeah. Any anyway, this of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts. Emphasis on the fucking tragedy. We choose a theme. Last week we talked about the nine diagnostic symptoms of hyperactivity and impulsivity in more detail. Alex looks confused. And this week I'm still on the Merkin thing. Who's wearing the Merkin? The giver or the taker? In this situation, the, the, <laughs> the giver. The giver. Um, this week, we're talking about something that's quite common in ADHD, and we have been asked to talk about it, and I've forgotten the people's name. I'm so sorry. Um, and that's out? issue, and that's no, and that's issues with Meta. No, because I want you to focus on the podcast, Sam, if you can. Oh. Yeah, just, just look at the now. camera. Look at the camera. Oh, look at the camera. Okay. Look, thank you. Look at the camera. Thank you. Um, issues with metabolism that can lead to issues like overweightness and or obesity. As usual, three parts include the Lewis Capaldi of evidence, Alex the Psycho Education Monkey, Hello. telling us all about the topic, our personal reflections on the theme, and then whatever the last part's called nowadays. I don't know. Welcome to Gabby Logan. So, Alex... Tell us about metabolism. You know, the thing that I was a researcher in for like 20 years and which I could probably do. But I like Lewis Capaldi. What's wrong with Lewis Capaldi? I've, listen, as a person, nothing. But musically, everything. I was oh, uh, running really? to Maroon 5. I didn't know much of him, but... Uh, uh, is, uh, 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 
it's not. You know what James is like. It does probably like not poor. Just you probably don't know this, James, but um, the word metabolism is probably (laughs) taken from the Greek work uh, metabolismos. And that means eaty, eaty, burny, burny. <laughs> and, and it's the word we use to describe all the different chemical reactions in the body that produce energy using the food we eat as a fuel. Obviously, everything that the human body does pretty much uses energy. Whether we move, even thinking, and that, that uses quite a lot, and recording a, what is effectively a sham podcast. <laughs> a really, really niche base. That it takes energy, believe it or not. So metabolism and the energy that you get from metabolism is fundamental to everything we do. Here's a quick sentence that seems to surprise everyone when I've at dinner parties, James, uh, except biologists. So every time you all ask this and I'm asked this, people are surprised by this fact, isn't, aren't they? If you lose weight, you don't burn fat. You breathe it out. So when you, that, that's where it goes. You just breathe it out. So you're, if you lose a kilogram, you breathe that kilogram out. Seems to well, surprise yeah, you. Yeah, well, it surprises them because technically it's incorrect in that you Mostly. do oxidize fat. You do oxidize fat, and one of the byproducts of that is carbon dioxide, which is burnt out alongside the water, which is produced. So you do burn it in the sense that you oxidize it to produce energy. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's a really the, weak but the word, end, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but the burning. end product is heat, is heat and, yes, you're right. Water and carbon dioxide, which... Yeah, yes. for the most part. Yes. Energy can neither be created or destroyed. Oh, why did, why did the script go like that? Yeah, the, the, we should do get distracted. The, probably. Probably it can't. Oh, the human God, body tends go. to store energy when we eat too much. Of, and, and how do we store it? We, we store it as fat. And if, if we don't eat enough, then we use that fat to, to get our energy from. The, the biggest of energy is body fat. There are other bits and bobs. And oh, the average person could store as many calories as 500 chocolate bars. Or Tuesday, as James calls it. <laughs> so we store energy outside of body fat. Yes. Yeah, we do. Um, fat's the most common and the longer term store, but there are other things. So carb- carbs can be stored as glycogen uh, in the liver and in our muscles, oh. much smaller. And the, 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 the glycogen in the muscles is only used by the muscles. And quite sh- so long term energy storage and most energy storage, if you need if you need the, the bullet points, is body fat. Great big drops of oil called triglycerides. I could do I could do. All of this better. You did do you know all that, of don't it. you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> James, just push. James says grown ups talking about metab- metabolism. Foodie, foodie. <clears throat> What's your your company was called A Fat Scientist for ages, wasn't it? Because this is literally your job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> joke on two levels because I'm fat and I research body fat. Anyway, James, as you probably don't know, the the relative amount of energy in in in, in that comes in, so food mainly, versus mm. the energy out, which is if you just sat there, that takes energy, but then that's your basal metabolic rate. But anything voluntary, exercise, and so on, and and actually, what isn't boring but sounds boring is non-exercise induced thermogenesis. So, like being being warm. Oh, and shivering yeah. and that is is largely what regulates our body weight. 
So there's hormonal things which control the speed at which we we burn those calories and so on. But in general, it's those three things. So it's it's just the basic rate of sat there, then doing stuff, and then thermogenesis. Most people in the UK and Western countries currently are now classed as overweight or obese. And what this means is that we have a positive energy balance, too much food in compared to the energy we expend. Loads of reasons for this. And it isn't, you shouldn't be blaming anybody for this because, because it's an evolutionary uh, phenomenon that we look for food. Genetics, food choice, food availability, reduced ability to do active time, loads of other sociological, biological and psychological factors play a role. Can you just do the thing? I'm bored already. You're very impatient. You're very impatient, James. Right. ADHD. <laughs> seems to have an impact on metabolism or body weight of loads of people who live with have the disorder. To start off, I'm not doing it anymore, it's fancy. To start off, there's a lot of evidence that adults with ADHD are more likely to be overweight or obese. So these terms, which aren't really helpful, they're based on a measure known as BMI, BMI, James, or body mass index. That's a shit tool. It's very commonly used to measure how healthy, mm. inverted commas, our body weight is. That rabbit is, sorry. Is this going above <laughs> your head, James? Are you all right with it all? It, yeah, Ooh. no, I'm actually, I'm, I'm writing stuff down, mate. I'm, okay. right, I'm learning. I mean, I'm you learning. probably are. Just pictures of me with a <laughs> dagger. The BMI classes people as underweight, healthy weight, overweight, and various stages of obesity. <laughs> So there's a recent analysis, one of these meta-analyses we sometimes talk about, 42 different studies with seven over 700,000 individuals, 48,000 of whom had ADHD. And there were significant associations between obesity and ADHD in both children and adults. The prevalence of obesity in adults was increased by about 70%. That's a whopper and 40% in children. The same study found that the adults with ADHD were more likely to be overweight than non-ADHD adults. Right. Couple of things. Yeah. That, that was just based on BMI. So was yeah. it And do we know why we're more likely to be overweight? Is it because we eat junk food or what? I do. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, yes, BMI, yeah, it is shit, but it's also useful, like most models. But why? It's really complicated. We, we can start with hormones first. Oh, let's. People, yeah, I mean, it's always a good place to start. People with ADHD yeah. are more likely to have, for example, low levels of thyroid hormones. Oh. And thyroid hormones control the weight at which the cells use energy. So less of them, slower metabolism, possible weight gain. <laughs> so... I can't, I'm, I'm having to grip my fist here because <clears throat> he's now explaining hormones. My entire scientific career yep. was endocrinology and metabolism. So hormones and, you know, energy in the body. And this is it, oh, it's just James it's hormones me. is from the Greek hormonissimus, <laughs> which, which means do we do we thing thing? <laughs> Fuck off. It's complicated, James. So I'll just hush. I'll. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a repeat, that's a repeated paragraph. That can go. Oh, Ooh. we need to get a new script, guy, Sam. We do, we don't, don't we? Rude. One that knows about I don't know obesity yeah. and hormones. That'd be get good. Get those in. 
It's not just thyroid, is it? There's loads of other things. No. So ADHD, I like to have comorbid stuff. For example, binge eating disorder, <clears throat> which we, we talk about with uh, James, of course, and that mm. can obviously lead to weight gain. Um, impulsive behavior, of course. It seems ADHD and obesity share common genetics in general and also neurobiological issues involving dopamine and those other transmitters, which also include, include increase the risk of obesity, Probably most importantly is the impulsivity and inattention of ADHD. That's going to contribute to weight gain, or it might do via dysregulated eating patterns and increased sedentary time, or that, James, that means sitting down. <laughs> so do meds help with this? Because obviously if you're on a stimulant, you're going to eat less, maybe? Oh, not, excellent not so question, much for Sam. me, because I just eat all the time, but for some people. James, are you taking notes? That's how you ask a oh. question about metabolism. He wrote it down mm. for me. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I think you came out of character to be defensive to your husband then. I'm just autistic, so I have to kind of... <laughs> yeah, she can't be dishonest. Just, like, on truth, I'm like, oh, no, no, I didn't think that up myself. <laughs> So, so hang on, you don't like untruths. So when we had coitus the other day, literally, oh, why only, are we still only, doing this? only parts of it. That was days ago. Acceptable. You're not interested now. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, that was totally move on, honest. Move on, move on, move on. Yeah, in that same study, the meds took away that link between ADHD and obesity, mm. and it could be the symptoms. It could be that, like there is an appetite suppressant effect of speed in some people, and so it could be we we don't entirely know why. Okay, thanks. Can we can we end that? This is so painful for me. Can we end that there and move on to the next bit? Is that is that a thing? Please can we? let's. Yeah. Fab. Yeah. We'll take a break and we'll be packing. We'll be back packing. in part two. You'll for, be packing for 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 personal reflections. Bye. Bye. Alex. Hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to episode 131 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. As always in part two, we're talking about our personal reflections on the theme, which is my professional favourite topic, which is metabolism. James, <laughs> that's from the Latin, metabolism, which means nom nom noms. All, so, the, all, the, ancient, all the ancient French, there are arguments about its derivation. Um <laughs> Or old French, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> right then, we're going to have quite a lot to talk about here, I think, because all of us have had uh, issues with food. Who wants to go first? James, I think we should start with you because you have more <laughs> than most. As as usual, yeah, this this isn't an issue for me, this one. Uh, never no, not bothered. Don't, don't, don't binge eat. Eat all the fruit and veg me. No, I have um, probably since... I was 16 years old, always been overweight. I've never been a healthy weight. Even when I went through a stage of going to the gym and exercising five times a week and eating really healthily, I still could not get down to what would be an ideal weight. And that's partly my genetics. If you look at my family, there are my dad was relatively thin. There are other, other members of the family who are less thin, and I've kind of got a mix of that. So I'm not like I'm not obese or very overweight, but I've always been overweight. I didn't realize for a long time I was a binge eater and it was only around diagnosis. Actually, that's not true. I, I didn't accept emotionally that I was a binge eater for mm. a long time, but I, I, I kind of knew, you know, when you're stuffing the, the wrappers into the bin and hiding it before your wife say, gets yeah. home, you do, you, you know, you're binge eating. Mm. Um, 
I, for me, the biggest issue, I think we, we kind of touched on this and because there's not a lot of evidence of the why. The genetics is interesting, for example. So the first thing I want to say is I fucking hate people who fat shame. When you see these articles about people who are obese are gluttonous, they don't deserve help on the NHS. If you look at the genetics of obesity, the vast majority of people with obesity have genetic mutations, which mean they don't feel feel hungry. And in that case, um, it's not your fault if you always feel hungry or never feel full if you eat a lot. And that's it's really important to accept. And that genetic thing with ADHD, where dopamine, which is something that would give us pleasure from food, is dysregulated. Plus, many of us will have mutations in something called the MCR, um, MC4R, MCR4 gene, which is involved in obesity. For some of us, it will be because of our genetics. And again, that's not something you can fight much against. But for most of us, I think the issue is executive function. Because the the amount of effort, mental effort and memory it takes to buy in all the right foods to turn those foods into a healthy meal more than once a day, let alone more than once a week, means that, and there's some evidence of this, that we generally tend to turn to what's known as beige foods. So we eat the biscuits, the cakes, the crisps, the the toast, the microwavable meals, the the processed food, because it's easy and it's quick. You don't have to think about it. Have you ever what? put a, a thing in the oven, a baking tray, and when you get it out, it's five different things, but they're all the same colour? exactly exactly and that you know that that's you know the minute sam's really into dippers aren't you sam Ding. they are nice um yeah i, I basically you know, vegan... just eat the same food all the time fruit and dippers yeah. that's it yeah isn't fruit and dippers also a term for the mississippi mud bath <laughs> it is yeah it's the title of a sex tape <laughs> so that that executive function lack or deficit that many of us have means that for many of us it's very difficult to go out and you know to to buy a healthy collection of, of um, ingredients to then spend half an hour to an hour preparing them and cooking them when it's just easier to chuck a pizza in the oven, chuck a microwave meal in the microwave, or our air fryer, which everything gets gets cooked in rabbit ears. In and the last thing I'll say, which I think is relevant certainly to me, are my sensory issues. We talked about this before, and the two biggest ones for me are cold temperature and the texture of some foods and i love the flavor of most vegetables but the texture I, it scrambles my brain if, uh, onions for example I, I, the flavor of onions is incredible but either cooked or uncooked once they're in my mouth ding it's just it's just awful so therefore i struggle to i have to blend up fruit into a smoothie so there's no texture to get healthy food in so my diet is particularly unhealthy for a number of reasons and a lot of them are ADHD related. Shame isn't there associated with that as well. I have the same thing. It massive. Feels, you feel so embarrassed. Yeah, massive. Alex, what about yeah. you? Oh, I don't like it when you say good things, James. I agree with everything you've said, really. I'd add to it that, that the sensory issues are huge, but also someone said to me, ADHD, when I told her she's a professor in ADHD, but she doesn't have it, and I told her I had it, and she said, God, I'm really sorry. You must never feel safe. And I think about yeah, it all the time. I think I brought it up yeah. in the and, Yeah, it and... really, it made me think a lot. Sorry, carry on. No, no, please. It's, it's, imagine not feeling safe and then there's chocolate around. Imagine feeling tired because you've got an alcohol use disorder and you haven't had enough sleep and it's a sleep mm. problem in many ways anyway and you do drugs and this was me, you know, and eat, imagine 
constantly having a brain that seeks reward and gets bored and there's chocolate around. <laughs> yeah, I know. that. My whole life is one of the things that short-term sugary food will help with. Oh, God. Absolute nightmare. We've had 150,000 years of human evolution, probably longer. And in almost all of that time, we haven't had enough food to eat. And for the last 50 years, suddenly there's shitloads of it around. And so we seek it out, especially sugars, carbs, bread, potatoes, rice, sweeties. And and it's no fucking wonder that we eat it, is it? It's, we would have died for almost all of our evolutionary history. And now we're being told, don't eat that. Well, that's crazy. Especially carbs, because if we, when we eat carbohydrates, nothing bad about them. People, no, no food is bad. But when we eat carbs, it signals the body to eat, to feel a bit hungry rather than less hungry. And, and I noticed that a lot, that, that a lot of the way I'm not uh, uh, as fat as I used to be. You like that, Sam? <coughs> yeah, sorry. It's a fucking tick and it's one that I hate where I constantly cough and clear oh, my yeah, it'll stop in a bit. Sorry. So right, you carry on. We're, that's what we are. No, because it? it will never stop. So carry on. Oh, well, we'll we'll just wait till she finished. No, no, that's me. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so the way I have to do it is be really, 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 really strongly regulated. I I, mm. I always know what's going in my mouth. Deading. <laughs> Sam, what about you? He is showing up. He's showing up. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, loads to say about this. And I've been writing loads of things down while you're both talking because obviously I didn't read any of this or prepare anything before I came on. But when you were saying, James, about something, I can't remember what. Oh, about people yeah. um, shouldn't feel ashamed if they overeat. Do you remember when I was taking that antidepressant, metazepam? Yeah, metazepine. Metazapine, and all I did was eat and sleep. And and I was, it was like overriding. <clears throat> While I was eating, I was just looking for more stuff to eat. And then I just sle sleep for 16 hours, wake up and just eat and eat and eat. And I thought, this is what it must be like if it was for somebody that can't stop overeating. Mm -hmm. Like it must, that that's just always in your brain. And especially if you've got ADHD and you're seeking reward, and that's the fucking thing that gives you reward. It's no wonder you can't stop eating. So I completely understand it, even though this is something that I don't really struggle with. Um, oh, and another thing is fruit is expensive. Vegetables are expensive. It's really fucking difficult. And, and buying the ingredients for something to cook, is so we started making our own naked bars recently and I came back with all of this stuff and James was like it would have been much cheaper to just buy naked bars I was like yeah, <clears throat> it's so much cheaper to just buy the thing than it is to make the thing but anyway I think that my hyperactivity and the need because because I'm always on the go always doing something combined with my constant anxiety and my lack of working memory that means that I often forget to eat means that I don't have a lot of trouble with my weight unless I've been eating a lot constantly and I'm vegan too remember so everything I eat is basically fruit and vegetables even if it's fucking processed shit it's still fruit and vegetables really I used to struggle a lot with my weight when I was a drinker because I drank most of my calories and and got a lot of food from drinks so I would put a lot of weight on then but I'm not I don't really drink a lot anymore so that's not a problem when I started going through the perimenopause I felt sick all the time so I didn't eat 
a lot then and I went really skinny and old and I fucking hate it. So I don't struggle with this now. But when I was younger, like 19, 20, 21, and I worked for Virgin, I really, really struggled with my weight. I was flying to the US like I hadn't been out of Stoke before. And all of a sudden I'm going to the US where they had so much food and it was all you can eat buffets and food that I hadn't tried before. And, and I really liked to try every single passenger meal on the on the plane, <laughs> crew meal all the time. So if they changed the menu, I'd be eating them all. And I loved bread. So I would eat all of the leftover like bread rolls from the crew meals. And I'd take extra packets of bread rolls with me on flights. And I drank a lot all the time because it made me a bit more social and reduced my social anxiety. And it was my main hobby at the time was drinking, although I still hid in my room for most of my flies. Anyway, eventually I did lose weight. Um, but that was because I, I started eating less. I started, I stopped, I stopped eating when I felt full, which is a really hard thing to do when you get reward from food. And and I stopped eating bread, which was really hard, but eventually then I stopped craving it and I started running. So it was really, really hard because basically I started exercising and ate less, which is the thing that was <laughs> so <laughs> fucking annoying. I tried eating I, healthily. And doing more exercise. <laughs> I used to eat so many sugary sweets, like constantly, pick and mix constantly. So I cut those out and substituted them for chocolate because I still Drug. had to eat tri- <laughs> drugs. Yeah, um, I, yeah coincidentally, <laughs> I discovered, <laughs> discovered drugs around the same time. Now, I, um, I still had to eat, um, reward myself with, with food. So I just substituted sweets for chocolate. I just basically ate the same but I ate less of it um but yeah and I'm, I think it's really hard when you're really bad at making decisions which I am to make a recipe that you've got to buy all the bits for and it's really expensive and it's just too much to think about it's easier to just eat the same thing every day I just eat dippers for every meal with fruit in between and it's just much more and I'd say as well wait, the more sorry, I wait, wait, wait Sam when you say fruit in between like a dipper sandwich with a strawberry in the middle Ooh. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. No, I don't like mixing them. No, no, fruit in between. But and as well, the more I weighed, the more I would comfort eat because I felt shit because I looked yeah, fat yeah. and I'd eat That's more. It. And it's just so I can, even though I don't, I obviously don't struggle with this now. I have in the past, and I really sympathise. And I'm sorry, I've talked for way too long. Go on. I w- can I pick something up, James? What's your thoughts Please. on the carbs make you hungrier, and so putting one sweet in your mouth means you're likely to do loads. So, so there is evidence that um, the, something, the taste of something sweet, as in your the sweet taste buds being activated, increases hunger. But then that is reduced when sugar is detected in the the duodenum, the first part of the small intestine, which is one of the reasons that, which is one of the reasons that sweeteners actually increase weight gain because you get the, the sense of sweetness in the tongue and therefore increase hunger. But then it doesn't turn that off because it's not sugar. It's not sugar, but it's it's spit it's spit down the middle mate there are far better metabolic scientists than me who think the carbohydrate insulin model as it's known the cim is bollocks and many people who believe actually that it is still the main driver of of weight gain it's just it's so complicated but one thing that's quicker we haven't mentioned is exercise i haven't Mm. talked much about it now this this is going to sound like the most obvious statement in the world but if you look at the big meta-analyses the studies looking at weight loss or maintenance of weight that the most powerful intervention is a combination of exercise and diet um 
followed by diet, followed by exercise. So if you just try and exercise and don't change your diet, you, you may build muscle mass, but you're unlikely to change your body shape that much. And and that, and as someone that does a lot of exercise, you it makes you hungry, really hungry. It does. It does. It acetylates ghrelin, which is a hormone which is increases hunger. So it's baffling yeah, when are... he uses these made up words, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? Are we done? Time for a game. We've got time for a yeah. game. Yeah. And uh, we've we've recently had the gaming scored, haven't we? Somebody sent us through a, a a scoring of all of the games, didn't they, Alex? Which I've shared with you. Yeah, um, I didn't look at last year's, but I noticed I'm fifteen fourteen think... up this year. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the only thing but, that matters. But still, I think thirty-one out of eighty-four overall, or something no, like that's that. That's irrelevant, anyway. isn't it? Because it's about this year. Yes, okay. Not all last okay. year. Okay, so so the game this year, and this is not the first time this has happened. The game this year is um, um, MacBook chargers. So, <laughs> what happens to my MacBook yeah. charger? You've got three options. Okay, the first is, did I leave it in the murder hostel in Brighton? Option one. Mm. Or, or you know, could have been stolen actually because they did come into my room while I was there. Two. Two, did I sit on it and break it? Yeah, I suppose so. Or three, did I trip did I trip over it not for the first time? As in I've broken another one tripping over it. So did I leave it in Brighton? Did I sit on it or did I trip over it again? Oh, that's a tricky one, isn't it? It's not the murder hostel. I'll tell you why. Because Dave, the murderer, runs it. He would have posted you after the Sterling guy, as long as you don't get murdered. Um, I oh, this is hard. I was going to say trip over it until you elaborated extra, which usually means you're lying. So I'm going to say you sat on it and broke it. No, I'd say trip so I, over it. Yeah. So I cleverly elaborated a little bit extra just to try. Did and you? Um, yes, I tripped over it again, again, second time I tripped over it, and it yanked. Who says that the lower organisms can't learn? <laughs> Just you. Yeah. Yeah. Is that fifty? Is that fifteen each? An hour? It is. is yeah. But I get one this year. So I think, with statistically speaking, I'm winning. I don't think you are. Anyway, as Sam is doing something weird, we'll take a break and we'll come back in part three for some spunk trumpeting in a bit. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Bye. Welcome back to episode 131 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we are talking about ADHD and metabolism. Now we're going to talk about our personal reflections on the theme. James, no, we're not. We're talking about our top fucking tips. James, have you got any tips? Yeah, one is um, just one is tip. if you re- one is if you're recording uh, a podcast, try not to swing around on your chair so much that your your mouth varies from about a foot to three feet oh. away from the microphone. <laughs> that's I've that's one. Hyper- I'm when you're hyperkinetic, yeah, that, though, I swing. I know. I, I get it. We need to we need to get. I think a microphone frame that just sits on her chest and then 
ding. I, I need ding. to get a seat that doesn't swing, frankly. <laughs> Can I have yeah, a thing ding. like Madonna? I, uh, the quality oh, isn't great. Yeah. We bought them for the life. What yes. The yeah, but we'll, we'll test the quality out. Can we, should we get back to um, top tips no, or personal reflections? As you go on, it? James. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Oh. So, so, so what I would say is, and this is really important, the word diet shouldn't be a verb. Don't go yes. on a diet. Don't go on a diet. Diet actually comes from dieta, the Greek meaning to live or to live well. No, we know no. It really should be about having a long-term approach to eating healthier foods. And the problem is, you know, we, we often get the basics wrong, particularly those of us with ADHD. And that means that if we say, start, I've just realized I've ruined your jigsaw, Sam, sorry. Um, yeah, I look at her face. I'm, I'm a dead man. I am a dead you man. fiddling. No, I just put a light on top of it and I've knocked half of it off the table, but still, it wasn't finished. Um, <laughs> we often get the basics wrong. And listen, one of the things, and this is something that, that you will both see as coaches or know of as coaches, is that people will often say, well, I'll start something and then, you know, it, it's gone. And one of the things that I often say is, well, you know, 50, 50 starts a year is better than one start followed by it just is. giving up. And actually... One of the problems when it comes to weight loss is that everybody, the way our body is evolved to protect us from weight loss. So we yes. have, we have, we have, we literally have genetic and hormonal systems, which if you lose weight quickly, say, hang on a minute, there's obviously no food around. I'm going to slow down the metabolic rate. There was a study in the, uh, the American program called the biggest loser, where they get morbidly obese people. And the one that loses the most weight wins. And they followed those people up for seven years and every single one of them regained all of their weight. And therefore the biggest people regained the most weight. And at the end of that period, what they noticed was that their metabolic rate had dropped, but not recovered. So as they got smaller, their metabolic rate reduced, but then when they regained weight, it didn't. So there was a 500 calorie a day difference between what they thought they should be eating and what they actually should be eating to maintain their weight. So our bodies work against us. So don't try and go for one of these ridiculously unproven seven day juice fast kind of thing like that you know, works. Gra grapefruit diet. No, no, they, they don't. So it's about trying to eat as healthily as you can with that executive dysfunction. In terms of recipes, if you Google three or four ingredient recipes, you know, somebody out there really should do a book for ADHD people on cooking. There are simple things that you can make that are still relatively pleasant. And again, exercise is a big factor in this, but it's about do what you can, because if you don't find running rewarding, you're not going to do it. If you don't find lifting weights rewarding, you're not going to do it. But if you like playing a team sport, you're going to do that because you find it rewarding and you'll engage with it. So it really is about looking at the long-term kind of behaviors and that includes both food and exercise alex that was so good oh, i have to say it james you're something something i don't normally use that <laughs> not really no don't know good what's alex's first c-bomb i think isn't it? i didn't like it i won't be doing it again <laughs> yeah so good okay just just a few top tips this is not just about adhd but it, it really is important for us one what james said maintaining a calorie deficit all the time is physically painful <laughs> for humans we're not designed to do that so if you're doing that make it easy on yourself the other thing is to to remember that feeling full is partly psychological as in we remember we've eaten we do feel full a bit but also and what what worked for me and i am someone that's lost a lot of weight one thing that really really worked 
smaller plates, James. Massive yeah, difference. Massive true. difference. If I fill a, 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 a table, a, what they call it, a saucer, you know, a smaller plate, yeah. and eat all of that, I feel exactly the same full as if I fill a big dinner plate and eat all of that. Exactly the same. It's weird. Even though I know I'm doing it, I can. my brain doesn't give a shit. It's so important to me. Also, we lie to ourselves about how much it is. So, I'll, I'll, okay, I'm having this many calories, but I've, that, that donut was free from the office, so yeah. that doesn't count. So write down everything you have. It's boring. If you, what, just everything James said, if you look at how many calories you need to be, let's say, 75 kilograms, if you eat that many calories for two years every day, you will be that weight in two years. And that will be normal to you how many calories treat? That's the only way. The problem, of course, is fucking ADHD. Mm. We can't think two years ahead. So you have to treat every day like an achievable win. So that amount of calories has to be an, a, an achievable target for you today only. Today only matters in that context because of time blindness for most of us. Those are my top tips. Sam, what are yours? You seem absolutely... Yeah, it's amazing. How, how you, I bet she's still muted as well. How you... Um, she is... How you managed to put it together? Beautiful, James. Really good. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was doing lots of my coffee ticky, so um, I thought I'd mute myself. Yeah, and, and, well, I think a lot of it is, I mean, I have lost a lot of weight in the past, but as I said, it was just eating less and exercising more, which is really boring. Um, I do a lot of pole dancing. Um, you love your so, pole. Yeah, pole really helps because it fucking kills you. I only do two hours a week, but that's enough for me to build muscle and to but anyway as well as that obviously I'm vegan um I I what one thing that I've done actually which has made a massive difference I would always snack all the way through the day as as well as yeah. I take all my food into work and it's helped actually working from home I take all my food into work and James would make me lunch with all of my snacks I'd eat it all before 9 a.m and yeah. then I'd be starving, so I'd have to go and buy more food. Um, so it helps working from home because I haven't got all my food here on the desk with me. I did when I was at work. And actually, at work, one of my friends, I used to give her most of my food every day. And she'd let me have so much food and say, I'm not giving you more until 11 a.m. And then I'll give you one snack. And she used to meet her, my snacks out to me because I just couldn't be trusted. I just, If it was there, I'd use it as a reward to get me through work. Are you, just sure, you know she wasn't a vet. I'm fairly certain you <laughs> weren't at work at all. You were just at the vets. You've got someone looking after you. Trying like to say I'm a dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Here's a treat. So yeah, um, what I do now is I have, and I try and do this because actually a lot of the time I do forget to eat or I don't. Like yesterday, I had my lunch at like four or five p.m. I think, but I try now to have three meals a day or four or five meals a day instead of snacking all the way through the day because I was just I wasn't counting those snacks and I think well I've only had three meals but I'd be eating fucking constantly and it'd be good things because it's vegan but they're like little vegan bars and little chocolate bars and stuff and it just all added up so yeah eat meals not snacks um and the thing you said about a smaller plate one thing I used to do a lot was I would overeat so I would be thinking, oh, my God, I'm so full. But I couldn't stop eating because it tasted nice. And yeah. I wouldn't stop eating until I'd finished all of the food on my plate. 
even yeah, yeah. though I was bursting and actually sometimes I'd be throwing up food and swallowing it back down when I was so full so literally if, if I, I'd make smaller portions or try to if I didn't I am a dog um I would stop eating when I was full another thing I would say is um fruit and veg is so expensive so you can like James said you can buy I don't know if he did say but you can buy frozen fruit and veg which is so much cheaper and if the um consistency is no good then just blend it all up and and james puts it through a sieve as well just to take any pips out because he really doesn't like the consistency oh god yeah horrible yeah i'm allergic to fruit sam what do i do you're not allergic to all fruit are you we've been through this i have to have a banana every day i eat loads of fruit i fuck loads of fruit every day i don't think i'm giving tips here am i I think I've just wanted to do I don't, know. I don't I do. know what you're doing. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's like a stream of consciousness. I you need to stop it. me, I think. Somebody okay. stop me. Anyway, well, that was episode 131-ish, maybe, of the ADHD Adults podcast, where we talked about ADHD and metabolism. If by miracle you enjoyed this episode, why not help us support the charity, ADHD Adult UK, on the link provided, because otherwise Alex is going to have to use his head or continue to use his head as a mould for hula hoops. Are they still a thing? Not the crisps, obviously. I don't know. Yeah, they are, but I'm sure we've I think done they are, aren't they? They why are. You, grew? You, could have, you did grew at the start. That seemed like a waste. I, did, I wouldn't do it again, would, would I? Alex again? is going to continue. Yes. Anyway... Uh, if you want to get in touch, if you want to send us correspondence or suggestions, contact us via the website, theadhdadults.uk. See you next time. Bye. Bye, all.